At this point, I honestly think it's a little funny that, like, just how easy it is to lose yourself or lose sight of yourself, lose sight of who you truly are, how it is to, how easy it is to forget why you're here, what your intentions are for life, what you really want out of life, what life means to you, what, you know, what your priorities are, essentially. It's, it's so easy to forget those things. And it is for me. I don't know about you. I literally journal every single day. I'm always writing. But still, I find myself um, getting caught up in worries or stresses or doubts or fears or... Um, basically false identification with the ego mind which is something that is there for our own good in survival situations but we don't need that survival mechanism anymore um, most of us are pretty much well off we have our basic needs met and we don't need this analytical mind to constantly um, uh, constantly make us point out what is wrong with the situation or point out what we should be afraid of or what we should worry about what should concern us in regards to our well-being um we don't need those things uh so i was writing down a bunch of notes because i had remembered oh yes the book i read by wayne dyer there is a spiritual solution to every problem he breaks down that sentence there is a spiritual solution for every problem and by the end of it he says, well, by now you should realize, you know, that problems don't exist. They're not real. They're stories in your head. And boy, is it easier said than done, you know? And that's the beautiful thing about meditation is you can get yourself into that place where it's not easier said than done. You, your eyes are wide open, so to speak. So yes, problems don't exist. I know that sounds, that sounds so strange, but life is... The, the meaning behind every situation is our choice. We have a choice as to what meaning we want to place on things. So it doesn't matter what type of calamity could happen in your life, which many have happened to me. Not, you know, uh, we can compare saying, oh, my sufferings are not near as bad as some other people's on the planet, whatever. But I've experienced some intense, like, moments that you know, unforgivable moments, things that happen to you and you are more likely going to resent life forever. <laughs> but I've managed to, honestly, it's easy for me at this point, but I've managed to give myself an empowering, an empowering meaning for these things, uh, which can take a problem and turn it into a gift. Like, flip it on its head instantly and that's the beautiful thing i love uh the way tony robbins puts it when he just asks the simple question to his audience what what would happen to your life what would happen to you if you started calling your problems gifts if you started realizing that every negative thing negative thing that happens to you in your life was a gift a gift for growth a gift for um, finding more things to appreciate, a gift for appreciating the little things, a gift for bringing you closer to other people, maybe other people who have been through the same thing, etc. What would happen? How would you feel? How would your life change if you automatically just today decided that, you know what, life is too short to suffer and I'm going to regard these problems as gifts. 
and I'm going to take these challenges on. Rather than calling them problems, I'm going to call them challenges. You know, uh, learning opportunities. It's literally an opportunity if you choose for it to be. And so in my last video, I asked the question, can we choose happiness for no good reason? Is that some type of free will? Is there an executive function in the mind that can say, you know what, I don't care what's happening, I'm going to be happy. I think I was a little too specific in the word happiness. I, I remember a, a comment and I, I responded with uh, something that Tony Robbins has said, which is, you're not always going to be happy. States of beings, they, they come and go. It's important to live in a beautiful state, what he calls a beautiful state. Which I guess at the end of the day is no matter what happens, you can find something to appreciate. You could find an opportunity to grow. You could find um, an opportunity to help others. You know, a lot of people like Wayne Dyer is an example. He, you know, hated his father for leaving his family and he never even met his dad, but he hated this guy. And then he finally forgave his father. And then after forgiving, he had realized that he had to go through years of his father being absent and him hating his father and resenting his father dreaming at night about how angry he was with his dad he had to go through that so that he can bring lessons of forgiveness so he found an opportunity to serve through his pain through his struggle other people can have an opportunity to grow other people can have an opportunity to enjoy life more like i enjoy life more now that I'm no longer sick, as an example. I've said that, you know, when you're bedridden sick and you become healthy again, there's this amazing feeling of like, oh, I just, I feel good that I can breathe right now. You know, you enjoy the little things. So you could find that. That could be a beautiful thing for you during a chaotic moment in life. Because I don't believe, and, and I was looking through the Yoga Sutra by Patanjali as well, and he mentions that uh, the eighth step in the, uh, I, f I forget the name of it, but he has these eight limbs of yoga, you know, and the eighth step is samadhi, which is, you know, that non-dual, complete oneness, present, sort of blissful state that you reach in meditation, nirvana, enlightenment, whatever. Um, but he also mentions that that is not the goal of the practice of yoga is not samadhi. It's not to get to this place where you're totally zen and nothing bad ever happens to you. And you're just like, mm, you know, that's not, that's not the goal because that's simply one state of being and you can't, the, the, it will come and go. You know, you're going to, you're going to wake up in the morning. You're, you're going to feel groggy. You're going to stub your toe. You're going to lose a loved one. You're going to see something that. Uh, upsets you. You're going to hear something that upsets you. Whatever it is, there's going to be things in life that will shake you up. So the goal is not to be in that complete Zen state. The goal is to be in the place. What did I write here? Um, the goal of this practice is not Samadhi, for Samadhi is simply a state of being. All states of being come and go. The ultimate goal for spiritual life cannot be a mental state. Patanjali uses the eight parts to reach what he calls uh, Kaivalya, which is um, being yourself, complete, pure consciousness. You are viewing life from that lens that is never tainted, that lens that is, that is purely you, that lens that decides, that, that person within you that can make the decision to live in a beautiful state no matter what. 
that's the goal of yoga is it makes this type of yoga meditation whatever the the spiritual life the goal is to get to that place and i'm not gonna lie for a long time i thought like most people do when it comes to the spiritual journey which is i'm reaching a goal i'm reaching enlightenment but as muji says on youtube he's got a ton of great videos too i haven't looked into him in a while but he's he he really helped me a lot in the past um he talks about something that you discover you know it's always there it's not something that he's giving to you he's merely you know pointing in the direction and you have to be the one to walk and go there and where that place is is here in the present moment now that <laughs> that part of you that can make that decision that executive uh being within you that can make the decision to live in a beautiful state no matter what exists right now so this practice can lead to this great goal but notice how it differs as a goal to samadhi it is being in this world not of this world you experience many states of beings many states of being while the center or source or position or location or headquarters of you of your awareness remains in that authentic pure consciousness kaivalya place or better yet <laughs> or better said perceives this experience from the lens of that place pure consciousness this is just some notes that i jotted down because that's the thing like i don't think anybody i don't know like i i know what it feels like to be in bliss and that's beautiful but there is something happening here something magical about the fact that we can go into this world and experience the different states experience fatigue and energy and passion and joy and longing and sadness and grief and love like there's it's awesome that we can experience that and i've always had that bittersweet feeling with me to be honest that feeling of like oh is this spiritual path going to lead to into a uh, a road of getting rid of everything not talking to anybody sitting on a mountain and meditating all day because part of me was like oh man like i am serious about my spirituality i'm serious about my growth but i don't i don't want to sit on a mountain all day i want to be involved in the world especially involved in this society where i feel like i can really use the tools that we have internet technology community but and art and all these things but bring a profound real unconditional loving fun vibration to it if that makes any sense i like being able to get messy get dirty get into this nitty-gritty of human experience here in the west um so that and and after reading about these eight limbs of yoga i realize now that the point is is it's sort of like a preparation for the different states of being so that you remain untouched because i think automatically again that that survival mind comes in and you start getting caught up and then you start falsely identifying with things and then you forget who you really are you start identifying yourself with your body you start identifying yourself with the things you've done with what people say about you what people think about you what you have where you live etc and then you get caught up in the the details again right 
but these eight limbs of yoga and meditation and all these things, the, they prepare you for those different states of being, you know, stubbing your toe in the morning, uh, hugging a loved one, good or bad, all the different ones, you know, uh, getting sick, you know, getting excited, <laughs> everything. Um, it, it prepares you for that so that once that happens, you are still seeing it through the eyes of source or seeing it through the eyes of pure consciousness, seeing it, experiencing it, being in this world, but not of this world, you know? And that's, to me, I realize now that that's, that's the true goal of the spiritual path is, is that why? Because it is the most enjoyable you can possibly experience this life. Is it not where you're completely free from suffering? You'll experience pain. You'll be, you'll experience discomfort, but will you suffer? No, you won't. And can it be done consistently? Probably. Um, this might be a self-fulfilling prophecy when I say this, but I'm nowhere near that. And I like being able to be honest with myself when I say that. I have a lot of work to do. I have a lot of learning to do. I have a lot of re-remembering to do. I have a lot of meditation to do. Um, and I have many steps until I can um, confidently say that, yeah, I'm consistently in that pure consciousness. Um, I'm consistently seeing my world and experiencing the five senses through the lens of that pure consciousness, through the lens of love, through the lens of appreciation, through the lens that cannot suffer, the, the, the lens that is not an identity, but just an awareness. Um, and I don't feel I don't feel vulnerable. In essence, that vulnerability is the reason I'm untouched. So, yeah, that's, you know, I'm going to be, I'm going to be working on it, of course, but, um, and I am excited for what's to come with this channel and what kind of conversations we can have. But right now, that's pretty much what I've been vibing on lately. Like, I need to remember that who I really am, you know, who I really am, because we always forget. We always forget that, that we are no better than anybody else. Nobody else is any better than us. And these material things like achievements, trophies, money, popularity, whatever, these are not uh, tied to your worth whatsoever. They're not tied to whether or not you deserve happiness whatsoever. Um, and so it's important to remember those things. It's important to remember the uh, why, why you're here. Like I said earlier, it's important to remember what your intentions are for life. Like, why do you wake up in the morning? Why do you do what you do? For me, I'm almost too aware of those things. I can't coast through life. I can't, um, I can't accidentally, I, I can't just live automatically on, on autopilot. I often get caught up in things, sure. But at the end of the day and at the beginning of the day, I'm always like, you know, I need to live with meaning in my life. I can't, I can't go any other way. There's something about, uh, somebody was to ask me, Hey, what are you doing today? And I would be like, well, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm doing this and doing that. And it's like, how does that make you feel? Well, it doesn't really make me feel anything. And it's like, when I do things, I, I don't need the feeling. I don't need the emotion, but I need a purpose. I need a, you know, and sometimes the purpose obviously changes, you know, my the purpose could be for me i want to enjoy my day that's the plan i want to enjoy my time here and etc 
but I feel like I'm ranting. The last thing I wanted to say before I go was the present moment is one of the like, like I would, it's almost like when you play music and you practice an instrument, you listen to a metronome, which is that thing and it goes, say you want to practice a solo and you go, okay, 100 BPM, 100 beats per minute, I'm going to practice this. And what it does to your brain is you learn on time. You learn with rhythm. It's important to learn an instrument with a metronome, uh, especially if you want to be good at your instrument. You need rhythm. Timing is, is the base of it all, right? So before you even pick up the guitar, you turn on the metronome. Before you even get on the piano to learn this part, you get on the metronome and you set your time. And I think, I think it's very important to before even getting into any of this or stating your intentions or remembering these things. Remind yourself one thing. The only place I can ever achieve this place of absolute, you know, pure consciousness, awareness, you know, a beautiful state. In order to reach that place, I need to be present. That place is not tomorrow. That state is not yesterday. So And, th and that's, that's, that's one of the important things to do, you know, like r just be present, be present, be here, be now, because the point of power is in the present moment. One of my favorite quotes, the point of power is in the present moment. You can't, can't find your power anywhere else. It's the present and where you're going to find your happiness or find your bliss or find your gratitude or find your appreciation or find your excitement or passion or whatever any of the many beautiful states you could be experiencing in order to find that you're going to find it now you're not going to find it tomorrow you're going to say well uh in about 30 minutes i'll be there and it's like that defeats the purpose it's it is here now as muji would say it's not anywhere else it's not any other time it is here now and it's never left it's always been here but it's for you to discover here now in the present moment so Anyways, that's just a few things I wanted to share. Um, again, like I said, these are just notes from a person who is learning. Uh, these are just, you know, like I'm, I'm on this journey just as much as you are. So, and I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to externally process these things um, because journaling is great and all, but when I speak, something about it makes more sense to me. So let me know what you think about the ideas in this video. Uh, I'm gonna link a few things in the description uh, a few things involving, you know, t uh, the Tony Robbins stuff, Patanjali, and uh, whatever else I decide to leave in there for you guys to watch if you're interested in learning about this stuff. Uh, so, yes, if you want to talk, go ahead and comment, or you can email me at humbowltv at gmail.com, humbletv at gmail.com, and uh, we can have a conversation, we can have a video chat, we can... You know what I mean? So I, I really enjoy communicating with other people. I really enjoy um, the fact that, you know, we're even able to do this. It's amazing. So if you want to talk more, get into it, have a deep conversation, uh, just, you know, email me on, on there. And if you have any more questions or anything that you want me to talk about or even look into for myself, go ahead and leave it in the comments as well. So thank you so much and goodbye.